This is Gilbert Andrew Garcia. Listen to my radio show, A Tip from Gilbert. Talk, inspiration, and prayer every Monday from 11 a.m. till noon on Houston's Gospel Leader, KWWJ, 1360 a.m. and streaming live on kwwj.org. Listen on the legendary KYOK, 1140 a.m. and streaming live on kyokradio.org. KCOH, 1230 a.m., The Source. On San Geek Radio, 95.1 FM, 1460 a.m. And Aliento Radio, 101.7 FM and 1540 a.m. Call in at 832-570-8075 and follow me on social media. See you then. Stay with me, Houston. This is Gilbert Garcia, a tip from Gilbert Talk, Inspiration, and Prayer. I just want to hear a little bit of this song called Alive Again. When I think about your goodness, my heart is overcome. How could I begin to thank you for everything you've done? It's an amazing song by a Christian group called The Planet Shakers. You make me come alive again. It's unbelievable. This is the moment. Everything changes. You are my breakthrough. I praise you. I praise you. There you have it, Houston. You're with me, Gilbert Garcia. Talk inspiration, a tip from Gilbert. Of course, we're all over Houston. We're all over the radio. You turn anywhere. Thank you, studio audience. You turn anywhere on the dial, you're going to hear us. KWWJ, 1360 AM, 96.9 FM. KYOK, of course, that's Keep Walking with Jesus. KYOK, 1140 AM, the historical KYOK. KCOH, the source. And that's 1230 AM, Aliento Radio, 1540 AM, 101.7 FM, Sangeet Radio, 95.1 FM, 1460 AM. And yet, got it here on Facebook, Spotify, like me, you know, all those things. Just do it. Well, I have a very interesting guest, Miss Erica Coleman. Miss Erica, welcome to Tip from Gilbert, Talk Inspiration Prayer. Thank you. Thank you so much. And you know what I, I love about you? Because your name is spelled differently. Well, my name is not Erica. It's, it's ear Kerr, just like it's spelled. It is ear curve. You know what I was going to say? Because I always say, I, I, I hear it. It's like Erica, but it's ear curve. Uh-huh. I, I answered Erica. It just keeps my life simple. What's the name? What's the origin of that? And, and come, come a little. Let's okay, move a little the mic closer. closer to you. Yeah. What's the origin of Erica? It is a Greek last name. No kidding. Yeah. And does it mean like I have goddess no. or I, strength? or? We're going to go with all that, of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's because you are all of that. We're going to go with all but, of but that. But you, I want to have you on the show because I think it's amazing. First of all, I, I read about you and everything, and I want you to talk all about your magazine, your group, and everything else. Okay. But you are the head of the Citywide Hairstylists and Barber Association. Yeah, I'm, it's Citywide Beauticians and Barbers Association. Um, it's my honor to be to lead it at this point, uh, but started back in 1942. 1942? You, were, you mean people were cutting their hair back in 1942? <laughs> Do we? Does anyone know? Does anyone know when the when the first? Oh, we already have some callers there, but we're coming. Does anybody even know? When the first haircut was, does anybody know? No, we'll have to do. Some I, I want to know if somebody knows that. When was the first haircut? Would you please call into the show? Because I would love to know that. And that's uh, again, it's eight three two five seven zero eight zero seven five. How many members are in your group? Uh, currently, we have a little over a hundred members. A hundred members, and they're all over the city. All over the city, we are the local of a state organization. So there's Houston, Austin, Dallas. No kidding. Beaumont. Yes. And do, do you all like uh, work on like common interests of, I, I don't even know, but, but but hold on that thought because we already have some callers. Okay. Who, who do we have there? Do we have a caller there? We already have a Sheila Coleman. Not Is there a related. Sheila Coleman on the line? Sheila, are you on the line? How about a Warren Muhammad? Mr. Muhammad, are you there? Well, we lost you both. Call back again, and I know you're coming. Of course, no relation. No I understand relation. that. Well, let me ask you this. 
what does one have to do if they want to go into is the right word beautician business what's the right word we are cosmetologists cosmetologists and what's the difference between cosmetology and beautician is there a a common name and a technical name. cosmetology cosmetology i mean that just sounds like we sound like we ought to be getting paid really good money. Yeah, I know. <laughs> cosmetology, it almost sounds like um i don't know you study the stars what do you do i'm a cosmetologist <laughs> i mean you know the cosmos or something Co so cosmetology do you have to go to cosmetology school yes we do you do yes and so it'd be how do you like i mean do you like get a bunch of volunteers and let me practice on your head or let me practice on your face i mean how do you do that that, that happens really yes at the cosmetology and barber schools yeah people come in pay a really low fee to let us practice we got to learn on something you got to learn on something <laughs> something real yeah. but you know what's interesting is um the culture of the barbershop mm. when you think of the culture of the barbershop now you know there's been like i don't know 18 barbershop movies right or something right. like the, the barbershop barbershop <laughs> Two. how i wish i were a barber go to the barbershop let me ask you i mean how true is is it like a real happen in place in a meeting place the barbershop definitely people come in we're we're the psychi the psychiatrist are you the psychiatrist okay, yeah they tell us everything <laughs> oh my god but is it is it the old what goes on in vegas stays in vegas what goes on in the barbershop stays, stays in the barbershop? the barbershop i see now see if you look at me of course if you can't see me i don't have a lot of hair so i've been cutting my own hair like, i got some guys who can hook you up really yeah i've been cutting my own hair like once every 10 years almost i wish i had hair but going back to the barbershop no really it becomes some sort of like a community it is. organizing event. Is that unique to the black community? No, it is. Or is it just everything? It, it's everywhere. Um, the Latinos, especially the barbers, oh my God, if you go in there, you get the same vibe. It's family, it's community. They do the community service. When people need something in the community, they go to the barbershop. If they need uh, someone to help and talk to their son who's going the wrong way, they go to the barbershop. We, we do a little bit of everything. Oh, my God. Y'all are like, um, there used to be an old show on HBO called uh, Taxi Driver Confessions or something like that. So it's like barbershop <laughs> confessions where you That's where they come to you to confess. We'll have to do that show. That, <laughs> you got to do that show. So we already have somebody on the line. Was there a Warren Muhammad? Is that Mr. Muhammad as in Acres Home Muhammad? This is he, the same one. Mr. Warren Muhammad, how are you? I'm doing well, Gilbert. How are you? I'm doing very good. You're with a tip from me, a tip from Gilbert, talk, inspiration, and prayer. And we have Miss Erica Coleman. Do you have a question for me or for her? Or what you got? Well, I just wanted to, to let you know about our event coming up in October. Tell me. The, the 32nd annual gala banquet fundraising uh, banquet event will be October 7th at the uh, World Class Acres Home Chamber Event Center. 6112 Wheatley on the evening of October 7th. So I want to let you know and invite all your, your listeners and friends to uh, to come out and enjoy the evening with us. So let's talk about that for a second. It's the 32nd one annual? Yes, 32nd. Wow. Holy cow. Now, I've been to your facilities there. They're wonderful. Where did that land? Was the land donated to y'all? Or Yes, that land was donated uh, um Melanson. By Mr. Melanson. Mr. Melanson, if you're out there in the universe, you are such a gentleman. I mean, you know, of course, every time I see you, you scare me to death. But but I mean, because, <laughs> because you know, I you know, I just, you know, but 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 the bottom line is you're amazing. How wonderful that you would donate that land. So let's go back for a second. That's a wonderful facility, 6112 Wheatley. And so it's at what time? You said October 2nd. At what time? Is that October 7th. Seven, I'm sorry, seven as in siete, as we say, but seven. That's right. So, and what right. time? It's a, the the uh, reception will begin at 6 p.m., and the program will start at 7. All right. Do you have any? Have, go ahead. We're going to have food catered. We're going to have entertainment, fine dining, a wonderful program. We're going to give out community awards. We have a dynamic keynote speaker the president of texas southern university how wonderful yeah. congratulations for that well let me ask you this so what kind of entertainment you got going uh it's gonna, we're, we're working on it okay we got the, uh, a, a couple of choices we've been narrowing down well, it's gonna be uh well let me let me know if there's like you know uh, if it's open mic night, I might have to like practice my me, 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 or what do you, what do you practice? You know, and we may have to put a barber chair out there okay. or something like that, you know, because, um, but yeah. no, I think that's fantastic. 32nd yeah. years, the banquet 
6112 Wheatley. I hope all our listeners know about it and will swing by, buy a table, buy a ticket. Let's support our community. That's the number one thing. Did you have something there else, Mr. Muhammad? I didn't yeah. mean to cut you off. I just want to add that that a portion of the proceeds will go toward our scholarship fund. We have a scholarship fund in collaboration with Lone Star College where we award scholarships to uh, people who desire to go into the workforce uh, training program and get their certificate in the trades. Oh, how wonderful. So we actually fund a scholarship through a portion of, of our revenue. Wonderful. Well, Mr. Muhammad, we thank you very much, and we hope you have a superb ten, uh, turnout. And please send me an invite myself for me. I, I certainly will. And for the listening audience, you can just go to acreshomechamber.com. That's our website. Acreshomechamber.com. There you go. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Thank you, sir, for calling in. So let's go I back. Hope- uh, Appreciate you, Jim. Oh, you got it. Always. Let's go back. Because, you know, one of the things that really struck me as I was talking to um, uh, a, a while back, Mount Hebron, um, uh, Pastor Max Miller, I was talking to uh, Pastor Miller, and he was talking about all the work that the church does. And one of the things he said is when they find people, you know, homeless and others, that they get them, they help them wash up, and they get them a barber haircut. And, you know, when you think about that, you think about it as something so like, well, I'll get your haircut. But for some people, it really is a self-esteem thing, right? You, you follow me? I follow Tell you. me, what do you think about that? I mean, isn't that incredible? Because think about people who something as simple as hygiene like that, mm-hmm. they're not able to afford or they're not able to do it or they don't think about it or they're intimidated and all the above. Well, your appearance means a lot. And, and a lot of us take it for granted. But if you are depressed Mm-hmm. If you get your hair done or hair cut, it gives you a psychological and emotional boost. And, and even just the human touch, because we're one of the only professions other than a doctor that's allowed to touch you personally. Mm-hmm. So that personal touch that uh, when I look at myself, it makes me feel better. And that gives some type of reaction into the brain and you just feel a little bit better about yourself. That's interesting. And the cosmetology school part, do they talk a little bit about that? Not Uh, as much as they should. You know, that's a great thing to talk about. Yeah. Uh, We call it in our business, client service, but it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's client service. The client is the person getting their hair cut. Mm -hmm. Um, Very, very interesting. So are barbers mainly men or women? Well, the industry is transitioning. And what I've noticed in a lot of the barber schools are a lot of females. Uh, TDLR, who's our governing board, mm-hmm. they just did a thing where, as a cosmetologist, I can do a crossover license for a few hours. So I can go to a barber school and then I get a dual license, so a cosmo and a barber license. Oh, well, let's go. Let's stop there for a second. So a barber license is separate from a cosmo license. A cosmo, is that like makeup? Cosmo is primarily dealing with females uh, doing mm-hmm. hair the thing is that our licenses are so similar. The only difference between a barber license and a cosmetology license is the fact that a barber can use a straight edge razor on the face. And as a cosmetologist, I can't. That's the only difference. I see. But they've been governed by two separate boards for forever. I, the way things are looking now, they're merging them. Right. So it'll be one. It makes sense. Yeah. So then what do you do if for a, I'm, I'm just, because I just don't know what I'm saying here. Okay. If you wanted to be sort of a nail salon person, is that a different license? My cosmetology license and my barber license allows me to do everything. Everything meaning? Hair, hair, nails, nails. skin, the whole gambit. But if I only want to do a nail license, I can. If I only want to do a skip, I want to do a specialty, such as nails or skincare, which is aesthetics, I can do that as well. But if you do the Cosmo or the Barber, you can do anything that's beauty related. I see. I see. We have another caller already. Is there a Robin on the phone? Hi, Gilbert. This is Robin Fulford, the Democratic Party nominee running for U.S. Congress in the second congressional district uh, challenging Dan Crenshaw. Well, Robin, thank you for calling. How are you? How's the campaign trail going for you? Um, It's going pretty well. Well, last night... Uh, apparently, uh, my campaign signs that all of my neighbors on my street, it's lined with my signs because they all support me and they were vandalized last night. Oh my goodness. And I take that as a compliment. Uh, means that, well, uh, tell, doing- what do you mean, Robin? Hold on a second. So, what do you yep. mean vandalized? Were they like taken down? Were they like spray painted? I mean, what do you spray painted? Spray painted. And what did yep. they 
spray paint on there if you can say if it's um, if it's yes, bad they, don't say no no they were just uh trying to block the message oh my um, goodness you know something yeah. holy cow I don't know what's going on in this world. And, you know, at the end of the day, let the people vote. Let them vote whoever they want to vote for. Please don't deface signs. My goodness. Because all we got to do is spend more money to buy them new signs. And, and, you know, don't let's not do that. And that is that is an expense. And uh, and so I am fundraising for that. But this really comes on the heels of the interview that Dan Crenshaw did yesterday with Jake Tapper on CNN, where he uh, basically went on to defend Donald Trump and Mm. cast suspicion on the FBI and the Department of Justice. Um, And it's incredibly dangerous for a sitting United States congressman to to do that because we know that his Democratic colleagues, uh, my friend Eric Swalwell, their lives are in danger and being threatened. And we have uh, FBI offices across the country uh, being attacked or planned attacks. And um, and so, you know, they claim to be the party of law and order, but clearly... <laughs> Clearly, that's not the case. Well, you know, I wonder, and, you know, we have Miss Erker Coleman, who's uh, the head of the Barber's Cosmetology, you name it, she's head of it here in Houston. Yes. Uh, let me ask him, Miss Coleman, uh, have you noticed in your zone, is politics just getting meaner somehow? I mean, what is, just, what is happening? I don't know. It's kind of crazy that we can't uh, voice our opinions uh, without someone being offended in a way and then retaliate just because my opinion may be a little different from yours. Uh, it's, it's crazy, but it's across the board and with everything. And do you, are your members ever feel, I don't know, I don't want to say threatened, but do they feel like, is there a new tension there in the barbershop and the chair? There is. Um, you, you're concerned with who's in the chair and who's in the room. If you're in an open concept, you don't right, know right. what to say. Right. Um, you don't want to offend someone or spark something in someone else. So yeah, it, it, the it's there. Uh, we are a little politically active in a way. We give out information. We register people to vote. Oh, amen. Um, wow. But, yeah. That's great. But if you guys look at it, we are a real good hub. Because if I'm a hairstylist, my influence is huge. Right. So we I, we're a nonprofit, but we don't. So we don't endorse. But we give out resources because we want our constituents to be informed voters. Wonderful. So, so we give out information. So, uh, yeah, it's different. The whole feel of politics is just different. Wonderful. Well, let me give anything else about the campaign trail you want to highlight before we sign off. That's all. But I wanna, I wanna thank you both because those spheres of influence are absolutely so important to get people to go out and vote. Whatever their decision is, um, it's important to get people engaged. And the work that both of you are doing is so important. And I am block walking my district every single day, uh, five hours a day. Oh, my. Matt, today uh, in the Woodlands and my website will have information if you want to join along. Those yard signs are expensive. And so... um, I will make sure that there's a link available um, for donations uh, to help cover that. We know that in areas like this uh, in the Woodlands, and I've been a long time leader here and outspoken, that yard signs serve sort of as, um, as a rescue tool or it shows other people that there are people, they might not be able to be uh, out and loud in their own homes, but it sort of is a life preserver for people so that they know that there are other people that share your political beliefs. Amen. Um, well, we yeah. wish you well on the trail and keep, keep on walking. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we'll Thank talk. You yeah. We'll talk to you. So Ms. Coleman, I think we got to buy her a new pair of sneakers. She's going to need some more. She's going to need some sneakers, right? Comfortable ones. I know, right? She's going to need some sneakers. Let me go back to something. Cause we haven't talked about this. Um, during COVID, what did that do to your your business and all your members and, and barbershop? And what, what happened during COVID? 
we were out of business. Were you? Yes. Completely down. Completely. None down. of this mask and gloves and this and that, just okay. down. Just down for at least three months at minimum. We were out of business. It was by law we weren't supposed to. By open. law. By law we Holy weren't supposed cow. to open because of our physical contact. Oh my goodness! Is that when I saw everybody with messy hair and, and people's hair was the color was out of the hair and the roots were all the wrong right. color? Is people that when start, I saw that? That's when no, you saw I'm, it. I'm playing. No, no they really, did. The whole point is this: you're one of those businesses that was so impacted because definitely most of the people your members are all, I think, I'm just making this up. You tell me right or wrong. Okay. Entrepreneurs. Yes. They own their business. Yes. They either have their own business within In a, a place right. or they own the place. Right. And at the end of the day, being out of revenue for three months is devastating. Can be the difference between out of business or not. Were they getting assistance? Would they, a lot of them get the PPP or things like that for the government? Some of us got PPP. Okay. Because uh, you, you had to employ people to get the PPP. We had to, you had to have, have employed people uh, and the rules were sometimes confusing mm -hmm. no especially doubt. if you were a micro and i called the ones that are in the think the large room with a whole bunch of yep, little ones yep. the micros it was a bit confusing on how they could actually apply because they were self-employed so they didn't really have employees right so you had mm -hmm. to walk that line holy cow yeah. well we're going to talk more about it we already have another caller you're you're popular let's go <laughs> is there a renee on the phone Hi, this is Renee. Renee, how are you, Renee? You got me, Gilbert Garcia, Talk Inspiration and Prayer with Miss Erica Coleman. Great. I Talk had a question me. from Miss Coleman. Talk to Ms. me. Miss Coleman, mm -hmm. what sense of satisfaction do you receive from being in the cosmetology industry, knowing that you're changing the lives of many and you know helping with their self-confidence? Ooh. Ooh. That's there you go. <laughs> that was a good one. What you got? For me. Personally, uh, I think it's what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, I, my gift, I believe, is to just help and connect people. So being in this industry has allowed me to do that on a totally different level than I would have ever thought. Um, I am not behind the chair, um, but I do have a salon. And my goal is to help younger people within the industry become successful. And when I get one of them to turn around and say, oh, hey, you helped me to do this or that happened, that that's the ultimate satisfaction for me. Uh, oh, but wonderful. it is a re re really rewarding career. Well, you know, my cousin's wife, so I don't know what that, how that <laughs> relates to me. I need, I need a diagram. I need someone give me a diagram on there. I don't know what it is. And by the way, someone out there, please, if you know the first haircut, please call in. We got to know that answer. But no, I don't know the diagram. My cousin's wife is a we used to call it beautician. Uh -huh. So I don't know if that's the same thing as a. It's the same. We, yeah. we graduated. Yeah. Well, bottom line, <laughs> she does very well. She's been doing it for a long time. And I would say, I don't know a better way to describe it. She's a high end mm -hmm. for sort of expensive work. Right. And uh, she does very, very well. And she loves her job. Yeah. She loves her yeah. job. And, and we she has the same clients all the time. Yeah. And that's the other thing. It's a family or a community after a bit. And just like any other industry, we go from high end to neighborhood shop. So we're that and everything in between. So you can't miss us. Well, my wife goes to the same, again, cosmetology, beautician, haircut person. Uh, Kibby, if you're out there, you probably say, who the heck is that? Talk, call <laughs> my name. Well, my wife goes to Miss Kibby, and uh, I, I think. Miss Kibby knows more about me and my family Probably. than I do. Probably. And uh, and she goes, she, she says like she goes like every month or every three weeks. I'm like, honey, is your hair really grown out? Well, I just got to go see Kibby. Yeah, okay. There you, yes. I, I mean, it's, what, a, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. thing. We have another caller here. Let's see who that caller was. Uh, there was something above that. Uh, is there a Mr. Chris Daniels on the line? Yes, Gilbert Garcia, Chris Daniel, Chris Daniels. former Harris County District Clerk. Very good. Well, Chris, welcome. You have me, a tip from Gilbert Talk, Inspiration and Prayer. And I've got uh, really a um, community activist, Ms. Erica Coleman. And so what do you got, Chris? By the way, Chris, you said Harris County District Clerk? Yes, sir. Tell I me something. I, I think I'm a learned man. I don't even know if that's a word, learned. <laughs> I, I just don't know. But someone told me learned. learned okay. I think I'm a learned man. Um what does a district clerk do? Can you tell you us know, what that is? Absolutely. Most people get confused. What is a county clerk? What's a district clerk? Okay, there you go. District clerk's responsible for jury duty, court records, and managing the courts, and the bank account for the court, also known as the court registry. Whereas the county clerk, which is a wonderful lady right now named Tanisha Hudspeth, 
the county clerk is responsible for your birth certificates, your death certificates, your business records, your DBAs, your liquor license, and they handles most of the functions that you would be dealing with when you're trying to either live a life in Houston or have a business in Houston. But if you're having lawsuits, if you're getting divorced, I'm sorry, if you have a criminal matter, if you have a juvenile matter, all those, including tax court, fall in the purview of the district clerk. Interesting. And so you were which one again? I was the district clerk of Harris County for eight years. And, and only because of uh, straight ticket voting did I get out of office. I was uh, highly regarded amongst the lawyers and the judges and other clerks across the uh, state as being one of the best district clerks the state has had in a long time. What are you doing now? I'm a lawyer. I handle probate cases, personal injury, and I, I'm a plaintiff's a lawyer, and I also do consulting for mud districts or per, special purpose districts. Okay, because let me a ask. Lot of these, uh, I got to ask another question. I can't help it. I'm a learned man, and I'm lost. What is probate? Again, when people say, well, I'm a probate lawyer, I, you got to go to probate court. What is that? Is that when someone passes away, you got to figure it all out? Absolutely. So unfortunately, when many Houstonians die, they die without a will. Uh, or uh, if they have the uh, foresight will. to have a will, uh, they have multiple copies because they had more grandkids or they had uh, they got remarried or these sticky situations mm -hmm. occur that have to be sorted out with one of the four probate judges here in Harris County. I see. And so I try to prevent that by writing up wills and I try to prevent that by helping them with their estate planning. But when it doesn't work out, uh, then we litigate the matter before a probate judge so that we can get not, not, a not a jury, the judge to the judge. To the judge. I see. Okay, very good. Well, golly, I'm ready for my <laughs> civics exam. Um, we have lots of other callers. Let me just ask you, I'm going to give you the last word. So what do you got now going and what's, what's going on in your future? I'm back on the ballot for Harris County District Clerk, and I hope that my record stands for itself. Innovation, technology, saving taxpayer money and keeping the courthouse moving so that we actually have trials and we're actually able to process what's going on at the courthouse so that justice is not being delayed for any Houstonian or Harris Countyian here in our area. Very good. Well, thank you for calling in. Thank you for sharing that with Houston. And I hope you call in again. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Thank you, my friend. I know we have another call. Before we come back to, I want to talk about that movie, The Barbershop. <laughs> Before we do that, I know we have another caller. We got like three or four callers there. Holy cow, who would have thought? There you go. You would have thought. I would have thought. Uh, let's see who that next caller is. We have a Deidre. Deidre, are you there? Yes. Can I have the name? Please? Is there a Deidre? How about a Crystal? We might be going back to Deidre. Stay with me. Deidre, are you there? Miss Deidre. Hi, how are you? I was about to say, you are the next contestant <laughs> on The Price is Right. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Deidre, you're the next caller in on T Tip from Gilbert. Anyways, um, Deidre, what do you got? You got something for me, Gilbert Garcia, or Miss Coleman? Miss Coleman, well, you know, um, actually, I just need you guys to catch me up. I'm calling in support of Miss Coleman. Um, I know that she's a phenomenal woman, and um, I just needed to call in to support her and uh, excited about what's going on today on the show. Teacher, that is so nice of you. Are you, I mean, are y'all neighbors? <laughs> She's one of the people you I just talked me. about. Teacher, oh. <laughs> talk to me, Teacher, talk to me. Uh, no, yes. that's, that's super nice of you. Are you, you in the business yourself, Teacher? I, I am, I am. I specialize in hair extensions and I've uh, been fortunate and blessed enough to have uh, Ms. Coleman as a mentor. How wonderful. Um, Yes, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I do apologize. Um, I kind of um, got off work or whatever, and I have a lot going on, but I just wanted to call into the show and to show my support. Um, I'm so excited about today. Deidre, that's awesome. Before Thanks, you go, Deidre. I want to I, I give you a minute here, Deidre. Yeah. Talk to you about hair extensions. How does that work? I mean, now, now see, it, it, it can't work on me because I only have Deidre, like skin. You, you can you can give him hair. Can, well, I, oh, I, well, I Deidre, I need so hair. I want that's hair. That's the thing. That's the thing. So what I want to let you know that if you have a head, then uh, hair. <laughs> well, hold on. I want to let everybody know, despite what rumors might be out there, I do have a head. Okay, go ahead, Deidre. <laughs> that's all you need. That's all you I, need. All so I need is a head. 
Well, let me just give you a real quick um, uh, insight on hair extensions. So we do. I do also uh, do hair uh, male uh, temporary uh, hair restoration, uh, and it's just a matter of uh, using adhesive uh, to bond that uh, what we call a lace onto the scalp. All right, giving men back their uh, confidence, you know, just like women, you know, are crowned sometime or compromised, whether it be from age, health, or what have you. And there are um, uh, solutions out there as far as hair replacement. Um, and so there's different installation uh, options. There's different hair options. It just depends on the client's uh, personal or individual need. Very good. So it's not like what I see sometimes on the, at, you know, 2 a.m. on the TV commercial where some guy has a spray can and he like sprays his head. He's like, look at that hair. I'm like, I'm like, I never understood that. I never understood that. But yeah, you know what? That can't be hair. Well, yeah, but I don't specialize in that. Okay. No, no <laughs> you don't more. specialize in the spray hair. Thank goodness. I'm like, what is that? Um, interesting. Well, let me ask you. Let's go back for something. I really mean in all sincerity. So tell me about hair extensions. Is it like human hair that's made into the extensions? And do you weave the extension into the hair of your customer? Or so, yes, how does it work? So that's one option. That's one option. So hair extensions, I don't know if you know the history of it, but it started way back in Egyptian times. No kidding. Um, and so even here to modern day times, but that's the origin of hair extensions. And so today there are different options. You can infuse hair, which would be a keratin bond that you would use to uh, bond that 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 artifact or that uh, extension onto your natural hair. Okay, so that's one method, and then there are so many different methods. So you mean you so put many... like you put an actual hair? I don't, I don't think the word's follicle, but the hair strand. piece of hair strand, and you kind of glue right. glue it onto another strand. There you You're go. bonding it on. So right, God, that so sounds so time, tedious, right? Time, you know it is, but it's definitely worth it for uh, for the client, um, as well as the uh, person providing the service. But definitely. Absolutely. Well, it is time consuming, but it's definitely worth worth well, it after. DJ, I think you just answered the question. At least we now know hair stuff went back to the Egyptian times. So you got to assume if they, they were, were doing, doing extensions, they had to have at least been doing cutting hair. So if anybody out there knows of anything before the Egyptian days, of course, nobody knows what year that was. But before <laughs> the Egyptian pyramids times. Please let us know. Teacher, that is wonderful. Thank you for calling Thanks, in. You DJ. want to give a shout out? What's your website or where are you at? Just so people can go see you. Well, well so my industry, uh, well, so my name is, I am known as Deirdre Monet uh, with Chevaux uh, Richets, which is uh, French for rich, rich hair. And my website is my name, www.deirdremonet.com. Look at you, all French, <laughs> all French stuff and all that. Look I'm at Francois, that. Francois, yeah. Oh my goodness! Just call me Gilbert. I don't Gilbert. know. If that, I don't know if that's oh, French, but just call me call that. that. Call me that for today. DJ, no thank you for problem. thank you for calling in. We're, we're gonna thank go you to for having oh all always. We got a crystal on the line. Crystal, thank are you DJ. there? Crystal, Miss Crystal, are you there or Mr. Crystal? Okay, we missed you there. Who's the next one there? Crystal. No, Crystal, are you there? I am here. Crystal, how are you? <laughs> All right, how are you? I'm great. You have me, a tip from Gilbert, talk, inspiration, and prayer. And we're talking about cosmetology and all the origins of it and what it means to be an entrepreneur, to be a hairstylist, and all the things that go with it. Uh, so what you got for me or for Ms. Coleman? Well, I'm a part of the citywide beauticians. I am a uh, hair replacement specialist and a scalp micropigmentation specialist. So I'm calling in to support. It's a good organization to be with, but it's a lot of facets of hair. All, I don't know what you just said other than <laughs> I need to go see you. I mean, so you're a hair restoration specialist? I am. So what does that mean? Well, we heard a little bit about it. What's the old, I mean, are, are people actually this, I think I'm a learned man, but but I, I you keep find, I'm finding out I'm not. <laughs> and someone's going to tell me, learn it's not even a word, young man. Uh, I used to be young man. Um, do you actually like get hairs from somewhere and implant them into follicles in the scalp? So what you're talking about is a transplant. I see. What I do is non-surgical, so it's non-invasive. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't do anything. All it do is give you the look you want to see when you look in the mirror. How wonderful. Well, how long have you been doing that? Uh, about 25 years. Oh, my. Have you seen changes in 
the technology or changes in people's habits or generally that's the same? People said, you know what? I just want confidence back and I want to see some hair on that head. Uh, for one thing, a lot of things have changed because a lot of people like to get the look that they see stars have. Yes. They put adhesive across a perfectly good hairline. And the adhesive pulls the hairline out, but that's not stuff you told that got to be glued, spray, and all those different things. That still takes the hair out. So uh, 95% of my clients don't use adhesive at all. Interesting. Whether they have hair or not. You know? Well, let me ask you this. Are most of your clients men or is there hair loss a lot in women and they want more hair? And maybe it's not I from hair loss. Children. You have a lot of what? I'm sorry. I have a lot of children and so women, tell also men. Crystal, would you tell yes. them about what your, your who your main clientele is? The, okay. Okay. Your, go, go for it, Crystal. Okay. So my main clientele is people that deal with hair loss. Most people think it has to deal with vanity, but it actually has to deal with mental health and emotional stability. But when you get when I get a child that comes in and they are withdrawn, they can't even look me in the eyes, which is a lot of things that even the women and men do. They can't look me in my eyes. They're very embarrassed and feel ashamed. But I make wigs for children because they're bullied, they're teased, they have wigs snatched off and things like that. And, and my thing is just to give them the vision that they want to see when they look in the mirror. So my gift and, and my vision and everything is just to give people restoration. You know, Crystal, you are, you, you're just like, you know, you're just touching my heart there. I just, I can't even imagine the meanness of, I mean, listen, I guess when I grew up, there was meanness and we just didn't realize it was meanness. Right. But when you have a child and, you know, I'm going to say something, this may not be what you refer to, but let's say someone was a cancer survivor or something, and then they have no hair and then they want to have a wig. And for somebody to go, I don't know, deface them, pull the wig out, whatever the word is, pull the wig off and laugh. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Parents, right. please, t let's teach our kids. There's an old song by Crosby, Stills, Nash & Loves, teach our children well. You know, mm -hmm. we got to teach our children well because that's where it begins. Yeah. That That's a really, really touching story that I didn't realize would come out today. And Crystal, I'm going to give you, you know, the last word, but I so appreciate you sharing that. Okay, well, I do want to say that I deal with people that have hair loss, whether it's cancer, alopecia, lupus, burns, just any unnatural form of hair loss. But as far as bullying and the parents teaching their children not to bully, the only time they feel it is when it's happening to them. Yep. But if you think about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, he was mm -hmm. bullied. Yep. I mean, think about it. That story. They didn't want him to join in any reindeer game. So <laughs> bullying has yeah. been around and it's been shown. So, I mean, it's about educating, but, and, uh, and yeah. shame on his father that the solution was cover up your nose instead of learn to love yourself. And if people don't love you the way you are, then you don't need them. Uh, very interesting. We look at cartoons today and we look back in time and there are different times and, and, you know, a lot of things that we sort of did back then. You know, we, we realized it wasn't now. the right way to do it. Yeah. Well, Crystal, thank you very much for calling in. You were really Thanks, a gem. Crystal. Thank you for all that oh, you do for you. these young people in particular who are so fragile in their self-esteem and in their spirit. So thank you so much for calling in. Oh, you're welcome. But I can can I just say one more you thing? You may. Stop. Okay, because I have a nonprofit organization that does it at little or no charge to those that can't afford to get their hair done that have hair loss. And it's called HairDreamsByCrystal.org is the website. It shows before and afters. We can only do it as long as we have funding. So, I mean, you know, but if you know anyone that has hair loss, they can go on there, fill out an application, myself and the board of directors. We choose the recipient. They get the hair done free of charge in a private setting. You know what? Do me a favor. I have a web, uh, uh, an email address for the show. It's called um, a. Wait a minute. I okay. got to get the right. Yeah, yeah. Type in. Hold on. Tell me when you're ready. Okay. Well, I have big fingers and I'm show dressed. <laughs> <laughs> that means that means say. you got a big pencil and just get a uh, remember the yeah, old the, uh, big the, the big tablet. chief, the big chief tablet. There you go. Okay, so well, we're, a, we're going crazy on the show today. Um it's a tip from Gilbert. The letter A T I P from Gilbert, a tip from Gilbert, the name okay. of the show at gmail.com. Would you send okay. me that information? Because I'd like to uh uh, mention it again, like the next two episodes, just to say to people that you remember that thing. I'd like to just do that if you don't mind. Okay, that's fine. 
I think it's wonderful. That's a lot. Okay, thanks, okay at gmail.com. Crystal, All right, thank you. At gmail.com. Thank you, Crystal. Okay. Thank uh, you so much. Uh, going back to things that you you did back then but you can't do now, it's kind of like, you know, as a Latino, we look back and, you know, you know, you look at the Alamo, the movie The Alamo, John Wayne, they're like no Latinos there, right? Or if there's a Latino like it's Scarface, it's, you know, Al Pacino, he's Italian, you know, and we, we, we can't find a Cuban to play in a, a, no. a Cuban. No, I mean, come on. Um, at the end of the day, you know, and you see a lot of the old movies where, uh, you know, non-blacks would have black, black on their face to play a black, black person. Exactly. You know, it's like, it's, it's, were, it's, were we not there? It's what? absurd. It's like, what were they thinking? Um, I guess society changes, but somehow you kind of think. What were they thinking? Yeah. Let's go back. We have another caller already. We have a Brian. Brian, are you there? Yes, sir. I'm here. Talk to me, Brian. You have me, a tip from Gilbert Talk, Inspiration and Prayer. And I have Miss Erker. I got to keep saying that slowly. Erker. <laughs> Erker Coleman. And that means great goddess. And um, was it Greek? It's a Greek, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome goddess. And, 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 and I think the Greeks called it uh, either that or it was that guy on the TV show with the, with the, uh, the, 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 thing on. What no, no, no. The, um, uh, oh, no, that's Urkel. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. That's just playing. I'm just playing. Look at Michael Yarborough over here is with us in the studio audience. He's like saying, boy, Gilbert, you're on the edge. You're on the edge. Uh, I can't help it today. But, you know, you're a wonderful guest. Uh, and I really uh, appreciate you, Brian. But we can't forget you. What do you got yeah. for us? Uh, quick question. I want to ask uh, Ms. Coleman, how has inflation affected your industry? I remember mm. when I first got a haircut, it was 10 bucks. And how much now is Now I'm going to barber. It's 20, 25. But that's because I'm going to a, a, a longtime friend of mine. Okay. Say, that's a cheap haircut today. <laughs> because what would it, Brian, if it weren't your friend, what would it be cost today, you think? It would be maybe 40 bucks. No way. Yeah, um, but you sure. haven't been to a barbershop. I haven't. I mean, look, 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 look. No, I haven't. All right, I'm going to hang up and listen. Brian, right. thank you very much for calling. Okay, right. No, that's no a good problem. point. It is. That's a good point but because people don't think about if, if your water or gas or whatever went up for you, it yeah. went up for us too. That's right. So, and your rent. And I rent. And your electricity. Up. Everything that went up for us. Uh, the the for products us. that go into it, all this work. And of, they don't of course. realize that even some of the things that we use are based on petroleum. So when mm, the cost of that goes I did not up, think about our that. products go up because we got to use the plastic bottle and all of those things. It, it it trickles down and affects us just as well as it does any other. Very industry. interesting. And then of course wages have gone up. I was with uh, some SEIU folks, which is, and those are the uh, custodians. Oh, okay. Uh, service employees. I, I forgot the exact okay. SEIU, uh, and uh, I went with them, and they were trying to get higher wages. And they were trying to get $15 an hour. And uh, I went with a lot of them. Most of them, uh, you know, barely speak English, those sorts of things. And I went with them to go to a building, and the building wouldn't let us in. We were trying to deliver them something with signatures. They wouldn't even let us in. It was you know, after hours. They wouldn't even let us in. And I was with these ladies, and um, we were praying together that the Lord would soften their hearts. Okay. And it was interesting because one of the ladies has been um, – a custodian for 30 years. She started at $2 an hour and in 30 years she got to $10 an hour. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, how does that's terrible. Yeah. That's terrible. Well, we know how she does it. They probably got like 30 people in, in one, one house, house and they got like four. <laughs> um, no, really. Yeah. No, and she's a Latino. To. We're Latinos. And that's what we, cause you know, you, you want to work hard, you got to be together. Yeah. And, uh, but they got it passed, and I think they're on their way to $15 an hour. But still, $15 an hour is not, livable wage it's not a livable point. wage. Um, Ms. Coleman, don't, really. So I think it's wonderful that the consumer recognizes the value of the people and are willing to pay more money for the same service. Or the service is probably even better because – you know, it's just better. Yeah, like everything's better. I think it's wonderful that they recognize that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, touche. Yeah, average barber cut I would say is about forty bucks right now. That's great. Yeah. And are most barbers their own independent? Most of us are independent business independent contractors. Yeah, or no, micro but, business owners. But you have a salon. I I have. Tell us everything you got. You got a lot of things. I want to give you, uh, Miss Erica, I want to give you everything. Um, and please, please know I was just playing with you. Oh, I'm, okay, I'm good. You can I'm call good. me. You can call me anything you want to call me. It's, it's just, just don't just don't call me late for dinner. But go ahead. No, really. No, I'm good. Tell um, me. 
I, I do have a salon, but it's inside of a larger salon. Okay. Uh, where is it? We I want people to know where you're at. We're on Timmins. Timmins? I know Timmins. You know Timmins. So the street that runs alongside of uh, Lakewood Church. Yes. That's Timmins. You cross over Richmond. There's Timmins and Cummins. They're kind of like right there. Apparently. Right, yes, uh, yeah. so. and, the, and the school district is there. It used to be there. The big yes, HISD. I'm in the building where the HISD used to be. Okay. So we're on the backside of I it. I see. And I have what we call the glam room. And we do makeup and express blowouts and services of that thing. How many so. people are, I mean, is it just you by yourself? You yeah. got one or two people with you? I, I don't do hair and I am licensed. Yeah, that's okay. No. Uh, but I am licensed. In my, in the glam room, which is a department of K. Renee Salon, there are 25 of us. What? In in the building, we have over 6,000 square feet. Wow. Karen Gilmore is the owner and I have my niche, we partner. And I, I have a makeup room. And then, like I said, the express blowout, blow dry bars is the kind of thing. How wonderful. So we do that in there. How great. Are y'all busy? It's getting better. Yeah. Because I mean, people had to realize COVID's over. I got to go back to my routine. I I think we're kind of slipping back into it. People are coming back in with their mask on. Really? I think the monkey pox kind of is giving people a little scare. So, yeah. God, I hope we, I hope we get through it. I hope you get through. It. I want you to get through it. For everyone out there, you got to go see this lady. She's wonderful. Uh, and you know, I could just imagine the beauty of you as a person inside projects to the people that are doing work there with you. We, and they got to be like wonderful people, right? I, I think no, we have a great team. Yeah, no wonder you're the head of the group. You're a great <laughs> spokesperson. We great well, that is wonderful. How long have you been in the business? Oh, um, probably about 40 years. What do you mean? Aren't you only 39? I, I started what? when I was two. Yeah. <laughs> You've been doing it for 40 years? I've, I've had my license. For you. Oh, I, I can't believe it. Come yeah. on. 40 years? Yeah. God does great work. Yeah. Well, holy, <laughs> I mean, studio audience, come on. What are you talking about there? 40 years. And, you know, and you still, what's interesting after 40 years, you still have a, I don't know the right word, love for it or a yeah. joy of yeah. it. Yeah. Versus some people like, you know, oh, I've been doing it 40 <laughs> I've been doing it 40 years. years. No, but you still have this joy and you're head of the group and you're, you know, you're trying to do things better. That's amazing. What got you into it? Long, short, long story short, my dad said everyone should go to college. So I was at attending U of H my second year and I didn't want to sign up again. Yep. So I was riding around the neighborhood, saw Franklin Beauty School, turned in, enrolled, told my dad about six months later so he couldn't say anything. Because I was too far. Yep, yep. <laughs> you know what? How amazing. But look, you know, you're a good example that, um, and I, I believe in college and everything, but I also recognize college is not, not for, for everyone. everyone. It's not. It's not. And the whole point is there are many great trades like cosmetology, oh, exactly. like welding, mm-hmm. like uh, air conditioning, Every elevator, yeah. elect- electrical workers, yeah. uh, plumbers, and, and they Aviation. make that's exactly, really good. Yes. Leaders. And they have insurance benefits. A lot of these things are great. So, you know, parents, just remember. Listen. Yes. And every kid is different. (laughs) Yeah. And you may want them to be like you, but let them be them. Yeah. You know, give them your knowledge and experience and learn from you, but let them be them. Yeah. So let's say we've got, we got like all these other people. Tony Garcia, are you there, Tony? Yes, sir. I'm right here. Is this, is this the Tony? This is the Tony. Tony, Tony, what do you got, man? And, you know, we're here with, you know, uh, Miss Coleman, who runs the cosmetology group and all the professionals in that business. But I know you do a lot for the firefighters. What's going on? And when's your next deal with the firefighters? I'd like to just thank Miss Coleman for all that she does. Isn't it My great? My daughter uh, uh, just loves all that is uh, cosmetology, and she's definitely going to be reaching out to you. Oh, uh, oh great. <laughs> what's your daughter's name? What, what's your daughter's name? Mikaela Garcia. Mikaela, you got to call, 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 call. There you go. And learn. You got a mentor waiting (laughs) to happen. Go ahead, Tony. What you got? So, uh, you know, as you know, Gilbert, we we have a family-run development and construction company that's located in the East End. And uh, a little over a year and a half ago, we started getting more involved in the community in light of COVID. Um, Some of the the, uh, things we started putting on was uh, uh, meal giveaways, uh, team packs for at-risk youth, uh, blankets for seniors, and ultimately last year we started what is called Loteria en Fuego. What is Loteria en Fuego? It is a fundraiser that is a uh, like a Mexican-based bingo to raise funds for our local firemen for their stations. And uh, this Wednesday we'll have our fifth one 
at El Jardin restaurant down on Harrisburg and all the proceeds will benefit fire station 22, which is right there next door to them on, uh, on Harrisburg as well. And what do they use for the proceeds? What, what, what's going on with that? So, um, most people ask like, what does the fire station need and why do there have to be a fundraiser? And, you know, granted the fire station, they're never one to ask, you know, by nature, they're first responders. And their whole mission and goal in life is to serve us whenever we're at risk. Um, what we've done is by a station, we say, hey, what are some of the embellishments you would like for your station to make it more comfortable? For example, I don't think most people realize this, but each fireman, firewoman per shift has to, to uh, pitch in for a pool to cover things like filtered water, coffee, Wi-Fi, and internet for the station while they're there, their own pots and pans. Come on. But they live there and and they have to buy they have to pay for their own pots and pans? Yeah, yeah. So it's basically their home away from home. Right. Because each shift they're there twenty four hours. And you know, even from uh, sofas and chairs and dining tables and televisions. So wow. We we reach out to them, we say, you know, and they're not asking. You know, they, they make do with what they have. We say, hey, guys, like, what can we do to, to make your life better? Because every day that you answer a call, you're risking your life for all of us. So how can we show that we appreciate you? And, and that's what this, this fundraiser event's about. We, we typically raise um, $3,500 to $4,500 with uh, great sponsorships like yourself. You know, uh, Gilbert, I want to say I really appreciate that you've helped uh, our efforts more than two or three occasions from – toy drives to the fundraiser for Loterias, and we thank you for that. For well, that sign done. me up for Wednesday. I'm in. But thank you okay. for saying it. So so this Wednesday from 6 to 9, we're going to have a family-friendly event. It's $75 per person, all of which the proceeds will go to benefit Station 22. And we will, um, at the end of all this fun event, we'll tally up the numbers, what we raise, and we do a public announcement. We issue a large check, usually within a month. And then we go to the station and say, hey, okay, we've raised three, four, five thousand dollars What are the most essential things you need? And I'm, I'm being told that this station is just asking for a dining table. Golly. You know, just a place where they can eat. And and this is the uh, the one of the most critical, if not the most critical stations in Houston. It's the hazardous materials um, station. Mm-hmm. They serve Harris County wide. So let, let's, let's come on out and show our support. And let our first responders know that they matter to us, that we can be there to respond for them. And let's get them a table for crying out loud so they can have brotherhood and fellowship because that's how it is. When I mean, I can only imagine. I've never been a firefighter, but I can only imagine that the brotherhood, you need to rely on your fellow firefighter. So you have to deal with that's that. exactly right. That rapport right. because their lives are – and what better way than to be together, eat together, all those things. Well, count me in. I'll, I'll buy 10 – uh, positions, and then we'll figure out who the heck's going to play. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you, and I appreciate all the goodwill that you're spreading, and may God continue to bless and have favor on you and your entire firm and your family. Thank Tony, you. thank you. Thank you very much for calling. Thank you for sharing with Houston. So, Miss Coleman, yes, thank you very much, Tony. So, let's go back, because these are probably the last things. I, we may not take another caller. I apologize. We're going to try. Um, let's go to the movie The Barbershop. Okay. Have you seen the movie yet? Several times. I know, right? It, it, that, that's that's like I, I'm I, like I got to see the movie Wall Street like ten times. Right. I know every word. I know everything. But there I am. You know, I got to see it. You've probably seen Barbershop like ten times at least. And you know, is it that much sort of fun and engaging and all the all the hoopla and everything? I mean, it, it seems yeah. amazing. It is right. It's a great place to work. And I'm going to ask the question that nobody wants to ask, but I but I can't help but ask. But there's something about you know, every time you see. Uh, black people are so creative with their hair. Yes, we are. Right? I mean, there's like all kinds of messages in the in the hair, and and I just want hair, Michael. And <laughs> th- they have messages, and I mean, what's well, the origin of that? It's so amazing. Some well, of these hairstylists I, have I, to be I, artists. I, I can give you a little bit of. I, I want to know. So in slavery time, we did patterns in braids in the hair so that the master wouldn't know where we were going. No kidding. Yes. God, isn't it amazing how we take it for granted, but slavery had so much reaction. Like, like, yeah. like you take it for granted when people say they're looking at your home and say, where's the master bedroom? It's like, wait a minute. 
when you think about that word, Weird. yeah, it's like why can't you just say the main bang bedroom? But but there we are, the master. Yeah, because the master must have had the big the big room. You know, shame on all of that. At the end of the day, uh, very interesting. Yeah. But it seems to me like so many hairstyles, when you see people walking around, they're really almost like artists. They are. So, I mean, they're, this isn't just like cutting your hair. Oh, it's too long. Okay. So, so well, okay. I have a, a hair show, Beauty Under One Roof. You do? Yeah. And I just had a barber battle. And a part of it is called artistic design. My main people who attended and participate now are Latinos. Wow. Because they are so artistic. Wow. To a degree that, I mean, it's just amazing what they can do with a head. Yeah. And, and some well, clippers. Well, you, 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 you took my idea because, you know, there's a project runway and then there's the build the house thing. And my daughter, I don't know why she's fixated on the tattoo people with the tattoos. She's fixated on that her, show. I'm meeting Van Johnson. Oh, you really? Oh, yeah. oh my God. Wait till my, my, my daughter's going to be like, get me an autograph. And then she loves the one, the glow, the one with glow where they, the, the, whole, the whole makeup the thing. I was thinking to myself, I'm going to create a show <laughs> on haircutting. Um, but you already beat me we, to we it. We're already doing it. Holy cow. Yeah. Well, I think we ran out of time. Wait, we have one more caller. We're going to go quick. Go ahead and producer, put the song softly. Oh, did we lose it? Michelle, are you there? Michelle. Okay. Let's start our song. And uh, Miss Coleman, I got to say, you have been the funnest. <laughs> I mean it. But are you ready for this? It's hard to believe this. It's already been an hour. I, I look, yeah. The show's it's over. Gone. It's gone. It's like, what happened? You probably came here thinking, well, golly, how, what are we going <laughs> to say for an hour? <laughs> I don't even know this guy. We're going to talk for an hour. And Michael yeah, Yarbrough was saying, well, I'll just come in and be part of the show. <laughs> um, and, but, you know, no, really, it's already it's already over. Great. It was great. It, wasn't it great? Thank you. Yes. And I learned a lot. And I think the concept of um, the creativity is beautiful. The concept of what it means as a place for fellowship and just get together uh -huh. and organizing is wonderful. The plate, the whole thing about entrepreneurs is wonderful. The whole thing about if college is not for you, an avenue. Right. But what really struck me was that self-esteem. Yeah. That really hit me. I hope she does send me the thing okay. on the I'll, I'll be, follow up because um, think about these young kids. And she really went deeper about burn victims, other diseases and things. Mm -hmm. It's not just cancer Kids, no. um, for these children to feel good and not stick out. Right. Um, I sure hope you come again. And as we hear the rest of this song, which is just an amazing song called Alive Again, it's a Christian rock song. Uh, it's gotten many Dove Awards, which is the Christian award for mm -hmm. like Grammy music, but it's called the Dove Awards. Right. I want to give you the last word. And after we come off on the radio, we'll have a few minutes still on social media. I want to give you the last word to say whatever you want to say to Houston. Um, treat hairstylists with a little respect Amen. within our industry. Um, we are a lot of times thought of as a lesser trade or profession, um, but we put most of us put a lot into it. Uh, and, and we put kids through college and bought homes and, and done everything everyone else has done. So just giving us a little bit more of a respect as an industry would be my uh, quest, my plight to the general public. Amen. You know what? I, I want to start saying R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Tell me what it needs to remember that. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. E-C-T. No, no, really, listen. Respect. First of all, we should give everybody respect, but especially people who are serving us, mm -hmm. whether, you know, serving means working for us, right. whether it's our hairstyles, our cosmetologists, whether it's the our doctor, cleaning the, the people cleaning the, uh, the the building, whether it's your waiter or waitress at a restaurant, we should treat them all with respect mm -hmm. because we're all God's children. We all try Definitely. to make a living and they're doing it for you. Yes. And not only treat them with respect, I'm going to say it because I know you don't want to give them a big tip. <laughs> Come on, give them a tip because Listen, when you think about the haircut and all the inflation, that struck me. That other question, I forgot who it was, Brian, maybe. Um, prices, yeah, prices are higher. Mm -hmm. And so, please, uh, we need this service. And if we don't support them, it's going to be harder to find them because they're going to move into other things. Let's finish with this song. we got about one minute, Houston. You're with Gilbert Garcia, and we'll see you next time. You are my breakthrough. I praise you. I praise you.
Now, this is a live recording of this. Can you imagine? <laughs> I, I'm, that feeling, energy, I'm, right? I'm feeling it. I'm just feeling it. <laughs> this is the moment. Everything changes. You are my breakthrough. I praise you. I praise you. You are good. God is yes, good. Yes, he is. Every day. All the all time, time. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> What a show. Yeah. We're still on social media. Thank you to the audience. We're, what a show. Um, so we're now going to close with social media. So okay. you're welcome to look into the camera because now it's, we're going to be looking at, okay. at them. And let me just say, Houston, this has been a fun show for me. And I didn't know what my expectation was because when I have guests, my show is meant to be a show for the people. You know, there's nothing but negativity all the time in the media. We turn on the media and there's something negative. There's another shooting. There's another something. There's an, it's just, and the media needs to start reporting some good things. There are good things. There are good people yes, doing things in the world, whether they're just working hard, whether they're helping others. There's a lot of good in the world. We just got to get that word out. That's what made me start this show a little over a year ago. And I like to talk about the spiritual element. I've had guests on that have been cancer survivors where they were actually told you're not going to make it. And now they've been alive 15, 20 years. I've had people who frankly, they were told that they had flatlined on the table and then now they're alive. And, you know, I've had um, sex trafficking survivors. I mean, I've, I've had lots of things inspiring. Mm -hmm. And uh, this was inspiring to me because something that you think about every day Sort of the barbershop, the cosmopolitan person, uh, the cosmo. Cos we'll take the cosmopolitan too. <laughs> Just the cosmos. The cosmos. The yes. cosmos. Uh, but when you think of hairstyle, like my cousin's wife, um, you take it for granted. But at the end of the day, they're so important in our everyday lives. And these people have so much to share. And they really are like a resident therapist. Yes. And they're not even charging you for the <laughs> therapy as they should. They're not. And I really admire you for sort of being the head of this group, knowing the history. It goes back a long time. And I love the fact that you have your own business with lots of folks that are like you uh, serving the community there on Timmins Street. Mm -hmm. And so I want to give you some of the last words here and promote your group okay. as you should. Promote your place as you should. Uh, so people can see you and, and congratulate you. Okay. Um, so the group is Citywide Beauticians and Barbers Association started back in 1942 when we were not, people of color were not allowed to do services on Caucasians yep. or whoever. Yep. So that's why it started. So actually being politically active. So we still carry that on today. We go to Austin and fight for our rights and that kind of thing. We also do a lot of community service work. We just finished up a, quite a few back to school events and that type thing. Um, our uh, voter registration thing start at my show, which is October, September 25th at the Marriott West Chase. It's beauty under one roof. You do that beauty under one roof.com. We do the barber battles where we do the designs. I can't wait to see it. I want to see it. Uh, we I want to promote a, it for you. A, thank you. A fantasy competition. And then yeah. we also do business related things. I have uh, 25 credit, which are two uh, young African-American ladies who help you build your business and your personal credit so that your business becomes a bit more solid mm -hmm. in what it does. Uh, so that type thing. So we mix that in with some fun um, and, and just have a good time. Oh, wonderful. Day. Now, let me ask you, this. is your dad with us still? No. Well, you know what? I think he's in heaven looking at his daughter <laughs> and he's saying, my ear, boy, did she just make me proud. You know, back from the day when, she, you know, yeah. he's like, what do you mean you're not going to University of Houston? Exactly. What do you mean you want to be, you want to be a what? You know what? I just know he's up there and he's smiling and saying, that's my girl. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Know, you. I just know it. Yeah. I feel it in my spirit. Well, we thank you for being thank on the show. You. And we wish you nothing but success. Let's not let this monkey pox stop us. Let's not let it stop us in everything that we do. Right. Because we will prevail. Yes. And remember, like the song said, I'm alive again because God is good. He's, the, the lyric is, you are good. You are good. So everybody out there in Houston and to all my partner stations, I'll just read them one more time. 
We have KWWJ, Keep Walking with Jesus, 1360 AM, 96.9 FM. KYOK, the legendary, 1140 AM. KCOH, the source, 1230 AM. Aliento Radio, 1540 AM, 101.7 FM. Sangeet Radio, 95.1 FM, 1460 AM. And again, you can call us every time you want during this hour, every Monday, 11 to 12, 832-570-8075. And don't ask me to say that five times fast because I won't be able to. But you're on the show. We thank you very much, and we'll see you next time. This is Gilbert Andrew Garcia. Listen to my radio show, A Tip from Gilbert. Talk, inspiration, and prayer every Monday from 11 a.m. till noon on Houston's Gospel Leader, KWWJ. 1360 AM and streaming live on KWWJ.org. Listen on the legendary KYOK 1140 AM and streaming live on KYOKradio.org. KCOH 1230 AM, The Source on Sand Geek Radio 95.1 FM 1460 AM and Aliento Radio 101.7 FM and 1540 AM. Call in at 832 832- 2-570-8075 and follow me on social media. See you then.